Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Check it out now. Uh, no doubt now. Uh, Thursday morning, February 2nd, 2023. Check it's the Beating the Book Podcast, 12th annual Vegas Lifestyle Pod, A Man's Guide to Sin City. Skill Alexander. Oh, this is the one they all come for. Every uh, podcast episode that we do on Beating the Book all year long has to do with sports, has to do with sports prep. This is the one that we have gotten the most juice out of over the years. It's the week between championship games and the Super Bowl. And so we always take this week to just sort of drop off and talk about Vegas itself and anybody who's coming into town, whether for the Super Bowl, March Madness, or beyond. We'll talk uh, what you need to know for those big events. We'll talk about restaurants. We'll talk about sports books. Um, we used to do nightclubs and day clubs, but we might be too old for that. Anyway, to help us along... As always on this show, and I usually uh, I usually introduce my uh, stalwarts, my the pillars of the show here first. But I will introduce our guest first because he's always the guest for this one. I don't know if he's done it all twelve years with us, but he's certainly done about eight or nine of them. Mark Meltzer, ladies and gentlemen, Meltzer like seltzer. How you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful, and I think I have been part of all twelve, which is a little scary. It is scary. We were podcasting before anybody was podcasting. Yeah. What, now, who? If I'm associating you with somebody now, who do I associate you with? Travel Zork. So there's Travel Zork for your weekly Las Vegas updates of everything happening that week. I do write for Play Nevada pretty regularly, so that's where you'll find me steady through the week in Play USA. I do a couple deeper dives on uh, what it's like to be gambling and enjoying casinos in Las Vegas. Ooh, can we get into some of that stuff? Do you have like certain things that you can uh, share with us? About I that? just dropped the recent, most recent one was a planner for the month of February of what's what you can do, what's what's happening, what new announcements there are. So there's, let's say, Bruno Mars. Yeah. He's uh, back in Vegas, I believe, uh-huh. next month. So talk about him, what shows you can go see, and that kind of thing. So where, where can people access that? Where Play USA. Play USA. And you're standing for this because you just prefer to stand. I prefer to stand. Also, I don't do well with chairs that have wheels that are high. Todd believes that this studio is uh, poorly uh, constructed. 
Is that true? Not as bad as the one at Circa. <laughs> Todd, that's Todd Wish, though. We're going to take that studio. I, honestly, I prefer that studio because it's short seats. I can deal with short seats. Oh, I'm afraid of heights and but, anything above like a foot and a half. Yeah, but you're staring into the sun in that studio. I don't care. Oh, all right. Uh, Todd Wishnev is the voice you heard here on the, uh, the other side here. We're doing this for the South Point Hotel Casino. And Jeff Parlay in the hizzy. Jeff, you, you were at the age where we were, we were going to rely on you for nightclubs and day clubs, but now you're, uh, you're engaged. So I, I'm, I'm a, even, even before being engaged, that would have been a bad choice to ask yeah. on the, the nightclubs and the day clubs. I was trying to figure out, we were talking before the show, I think Encore Beach Club in July of 2019 was the last club I'd been in in town. So it's been a while. You know, and it's still the hot spot that it was back then, which is kind of amazing for Las Vegas. So, so let me actually let's start there since we talk about it, we'll get to the we'll get to uh, the Super Bowl and March Madness. So that's and we've touched upon this on this episode, the uh, Lifestyle Pod before, twelfth annual, by the way. Let me just repeat that. But that is the the biggest difference is not only did we get old, right? Because if you go back, and by the way, you can find the old annual podcasts of Vegas Lifestyle Pods where Ace was on with us with VR, and we would go off the rails repeatedly. We were younger. And so not only were we younger, but Vegas has changed, right? So it used to be in those days, and I'm just talking about five, six years ago, it used to be a day club, nightclub town. That was like its thing. They still exist, but this is now a sports slash convention town more than that. Is that true? It's an entertainment town. So, yeah. and the clubs serve their purpose for entertainment for a certain period of time. Different clubs, day clubs, nightclubs, and so forth. Discotheques back in the day. Discotheques. Um, but now it's entertainment. They have the residencies. There's artists every month that come in uh, for a blast of shows for a week, couple weekends. Then they come, then different artists come in the next month, next month. And then Allegiant Stadium has the biggest concerts and festivals that are going to be touring around the country. And then there's so many arenas that there's always something happening event-wise. And of course, sports, as you mentioned, you know, with the Raiders here, maybe the A's someday, you know, we have Golden Knights and people are traveling, you know, just for that. They're making their annual visit to Las Vegas around those, around those games, which I used to do when I used to follow the Rangers and the Yankees back in the day, back in my East Coast time. I used to use their road games is an excuse to go visit new places. The best, the be, people ask, what's the best part about living in Vegas? The worst part is that someone, I don't know if it's the worst part, but you know, cause you, you should appreciate it too. But like people come in town all the time and they expect you to just be in party mode all the time. But the, the best part is rolling into m musical events that if you lived in other bigger cities would be too much of a hassle to get to. So if I was, if when I lived in San Francisco, they're like, Oh, this artist is playing at shoreline. I would have to go on the freeway. I would, it would have to take 30 minutes for me to get to. In Vegas, you can just roll out of bed, like you said, whether it's Bruno Mars. I've seen Bruno Mars six times, right? Because he's just there. But it, what, what it will do is it will let you, it, it will allow you to sample artists that you otherwise wouldn't have in other cities because you're like, oh, Maroon 5's next door? Sure, why not? The Doobie Brothers? Sure, let's see if Michael McDonald can still sing. By the way, the answer is no, sadly. He cannot. <laughs> Um, no, it's tough. He's that's, the best. That's not great. No, but it, it's, uh, <clears throat> so there's that there usher, right? Whoever's doing a residency at any time. Adele has a residency. Is that very difficult? What's the hardest ticket to get residency? Why Adele residency? Why? I think Bruno is probably harder. Bruno's I mean, I've harder. read that they're using seed fillers for Adele shows now really? because people are just not showing up. You know, that's Whether, what Mariah Carey had to do. I was offered too. to seat uh, fill for two seats now that I'm fatter. <laughs> 
It's a good thing the seats here have a bu- divider between them. Yeah. So that that's interesting. Seat fillers. Like Mariah Carey didn't make it here either. And then the pandemic hit. Correct. She, of course she canceled beforehand. Coincidentally, she'll be back soon uh, as part of the Lovers in, I can't remember the name of the festival, Lovers in something. Uh, but oh, is that it's, that big one with everybody? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. Missy and Usher and yeah. Luda and, and she'll R- be a She'll be a part of that, which will be hysterical. Every R&B act from the 90s is in that. Um, okay, so let's start here before we get to uh, restaurants and stuff. For those who are coming to town this week for the Super Bowl, for those who are coming into town for March Madness, what are the options? What do they need to do? Are they too late already? You're never too late. There's always an option. Come on now. Uh, it's Las Vegas. Um, but the, seriously, the... the uh, you guys discuss the mobile apps pretty often, how bad they are compared to other states. That's an issue because you have to register uh, for an app in person at a sports book. And you don't want to wait until Super Bowl Sunday to do that. You don't want to wait until there's busy time in the sports book to do that. So there is that. But there's parties everywhere. You know, we're at the South Point, there's one of the few free parties remaining where you can watch the big game, you know, in a conference room, it's general admission and you have to pay for things. Average age. Um, 95 years. Well, old. I mean, I was there. For, I, I, I was there. <laughs> I, I, Cause I had the, it was still producing for you last March. Yeah. I went up there for the first window of the NCAA tournament. I brought the average age down by 40 years. Yeah. That's, that's we, a, yeah. we even bring the average yeah. age down. I love walking into a room where I bring the average age yeah. down. Uh, <laughs> which, is that, still, which is still fine for the Derby, right? I would still come here for the Derby. Oh, the right. Yeah. Right. That's a, that's a no brainer. This is yeah. where you want to be for horses. Yeah. Um, but that's still, a, that's still a thing. But if you want to get into a party for the Super Bowl, it's going to cost you on the strip, probably about one fifty to start to watch the game. Most of those will include, um, food, drink, or one or both. So for people coming in town for the Super Bowl who think they're just going to roll into a sports book, no matter how early they get and just take a seat, no, it costs everywhere. It you almost every sports book has at least some reserve seats now, uh, and that's part due for convenience. People mm-hmm. don't want to get to the book early and have to sit there for three hours while uh, while waiting for the game to start. But others, you know, it's. Casinos just look at that as a way to make revenue where they're not making it on the bets being made. So, so here in the South, so Point, here is you South can Point just is roll so in. yeah, South Point is so different. If you're on the Vegas Strip again, yeah, your odds on getting a free seat is are very very few and far between. So that's, that's the biggest thing on the Strip. So most most people listening to this are going to be staying on the Strip. Like, let's just take an example. The Cosmo is so small where everything is reserved. Right, uh, Aria half of it's reserved and then there's what 40 or 50 other seats tops yeah and the, is the westgate reserved the they week? have reserved seats but they're still they're most still of the places are still ge- or still which is general not, admission plus they have a whole room i think another, yeah they like the international room. theater they usually show the uh that stuff and that's free. for free as yeah. well but the westgate not on the strip either the, the win is all reserved probably yeah. That co- probably cost a grip to it. Like I said, everything starts at 150 oh. for the game on the strip. Yeah. You know, 100, 150 on the strip. And it's the same off the strip, too. You know, there are places where you'll find cheaper, um, places where you'll find free, you know. And then there's places where you're going to have to pay. You, we happen to be in one of the one of the places that is more geared towards locals who right. can either stay home, watch at their local bar, or come here. You know, so they, they make it open to the public uh, yeah. for free. And it, again, it's general admission. And you're not guaranteed a seat. 
if you don't show up early enough. And that that's a recent development because, well, Super Bowl maybe not a recent development. Super recent Bowl as way. in five years ago. Yeah, Super Bowl's always. But like on a regular football Sunday, they, they used to charge when the win made their new Times Square sports book. They started to charge. Did they get rid of that, though, because they realized people weren't willing to pay it? Not really. regular Sunday. I mean, if you want to get a couch, you're going to have to a pay couch, for that. But like a normal seat, they don't charge anymore. Right, but there are so few of those seats available right, that true. unless you're at the games two hours before kickoff, yeah. it's nearly impossible. Yeah. Even the rivers in Pittsburgh, which you would not think would cost you money to sit in. On a regular Sunday. On big college football and, and NFL Sundays, you actually have to pay to sit there. And I was just like... Seriously? You have to pay to sit at the River Sportsbook in Pittsburgh? It's insane. Because it's glorious. Especially if you're going, Yens guys better get a better mill down here if I'm going to pay 80 bucks for this crap, and where am I supposed to parking at? You know, I was wondering if that would in make that. its way into this podcast. I, and there you uh, go. I'm only waiting for the Dolphin song. Somehow that's got to find in. a way in here, probably when we get to strip clubs. He'll wedge it in. Uh, Parlay, where do you watch games on the Strip? Do you ever watch games on the Strip? On the Strip, very rarely at this point. The last game I watched on the Strip was actually at the win on Christmas Day where my fiance Margaret and I were down there, and we got seating right away for the Dolphins-Packers game. You can still walk in yeah, you can. Uh, and, and get seats, but as, as Mark said, on an NFL Sunday, if it was a regular NFL Sunday, we would have had no chance, but because it was – Christmas Day and half half the half the half the casino was waiting for the win buffet that day anyway. So what? Um, so so most people end up then probably watching the Super Bowl in their hotel room. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, the books are packed and it's amazing. But people are paying that price to be at a, where they want to be. So if you want to be at the Westgate with your crew of yeah. six people, you reserve a couch. For your crew, if you're rolling solo or with somebody else, you and the crew get there early. So so for March Madness, where many of these things apply as well, me and my buddies, we used to end up watching March Madness. The, one of the guys would have a suite somewhere, and we would just watch it in the suite because all of these things apply to March Madness as well, right? Which is the, the first day, the first weekend of March Madness is more mayhem than the Super Bowl. Yeah, the uh, March Madness, think about the Super Bowl pricing where it's one, 100, 150 a day. Multiply that by three for the first weekend of March Madness. Now you're looking at $500 minimum to watch the games and reserve seat because March Madness is as crowded as the Super Bowl is here. Mm -hmm. And that's over a weekend. And this year, the, uh, what is it, the Elite Eight and Sweet 16 are taking place at T-Mobile Arena there's going to be even more people here for a second weekend that's normally a little bit more chill. That's going to be busy as hell, too. They also break it down into sessions. So the first Thursday and Friday of March Madness, like let's just take the Cosmo, which is right in the middle of the strip. You can reserve a couch for God knows how much money, but you don't even get the full day. You get the first half of the day and the second half of the day is a separate thing. And the Cosmo has one of the best parties on the strip, too, where they with the close off the ballroom. It's open bar. You could shoot hoops in there. They have giant screens. They have couches. They have cocktails, stand-up cocktail tables. I could do a barnstorming tour of horse over oh, there. Jesus. Because, you know, I am very, very oh. good at horse. And, I mean, one-on-one, -on -one too. But there's guys who think they could still shoot. I'm not going to mention who they are. 
But uh, we've played horse many a time, and they have lost. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I just realized you said horse. Yes. And not something else. Horse. <laughs> I'm like, how do we get back to strip clubs again? <laughs> no, that would be a new game called Who Wars. <laughs> All right. So, so that's the main thing. It's people, people who think they're just rolling into debt. I mean, you, you, you hate the fact that by the 12th one of these, the show actually has become dispelling things that people think they know about Vegas. The other one of these is when it comes to sports books, and I think this is more, even more applicable to this audience. So beyond the special events like the Super Bowl and March Madness, and Todd is a perfect person to talk about this with, because Todd came in from Pittsburgh where you had access to multiple books, right? And Pennsylvania, we've got like a zillion books with a zillion menus, with a zillion props, with in-game props, with team total props, with this props, with in-game everything it's just it's just a cornucopia of ability to bet so people think about las vegas as the center of sports betting the problem is is that it is the opposite at this point and so like todd was saying lots of other states have so much more to offer first of all to get in your bets there's like a wi-fi turning your wi-fi on and off thing that's a trick that no one ever tells you oftentimes you have to turn the wi-fi off to place a wager, sometimes you have to walk out of the sports book itself. You mean it was some Nevada apps? With some Nevada yeah, apps. Yeah, I had actually a yeah. situation with one of the Nevada apps where you had to walk out of the sports book and then walk back in. It was the whole thing. So it's so so there's that. There's the technical part of it. And then you you bet in game college basketball, Todd. Let's mm-hmm. just use that as an example. So like explain that experience that for those who are coming in who think, oh, they're gonna have the same experience they have in their state. No, you're not. What's the biggest difference? Well, uh, I mean, William Hill's pretty good. They they have they have some nice menu. I mean, it's still not the menu that these other places have, like in Pennsylvania and other states. But um, you know, you can't bet team totals in game. You can't bet. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you just can't. It's basically menus. You know, menus, and then there's so many of them so that you could have, you know, you could have five books that all are playing on on. Mary Mac, St. Mount St. Mary's or some nonsensical game. Right. You could have five different books giving you in-game numbers and they're not all going to be the same. And so that obviously is a, is a help for you, you would as ho- a player. And as you're saying that, I'm thinking you would hope for March Madness that everything would be offered. But Jeff is already shaking his head because he knows where I'm going, no which chance. is there's no chance. Yeah. There's no chance. So if you're watching like first round March Madness games, you're like, oh, you can have the opportunity to in-game all these. No, you can't. How bad is the spinning compared to Pennsylvania? Well, it, it depends on different apps. There's different apps, in, and that even goes in, in Pennsylvania. There's different apps that have different spinning characteristics. What I mean by spinning characteristics is you put the bet in, and it spins on you, and it spins on you, and it spins on you, and then you either get it or you don't get it. Certain places, you know, they're really fast. That's why I try to bet only at commercials because – but even then, like sometimes in Pennsylvania, they'll suspend it during the commercial, and I'm like, well, that's not fair. No, why are you doing that? That's right. And, and so it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's really it, – I mean, you have to learn the individual ins and outs of all the different apps, and it's a real pain in the butt. And then different ones won't let you bet certain amounts. You know, some they won't let you, they won't take anything. You know, some they'll take five hundred. Some will take wow. five hundred at seventy one and a half, and also five hundred at seventy two and a half. You know, so it's with different vig. There's also the spin, and then we, now it is at one, with one of our advisors, right on a, on, a t- on top of the spin. 
that it goes to an advisor. Oh, yeah, like at Boyd, yeah. it's like impossible. Like yeah. here at Boyd, first it spins 12 seconds, then it goes, we're sending to a trading team. I'm like, how in the world could you ever even get a bet down? It's so, like even in the commercial, you can't. So if someone was coming in for, let's say, March Madness, let's say beyond the Super Bowl, and, and they were like, okay, I hear all that. And again, we did, don't mean to make the, the 12th annual lifestyle start with, here's what you'll be frustrated by in Vegas, both from paying you know, to sit in a sports book and also from an ass perspective. But that's really the honest truth about how it is right now. But if someone comes in and says, I understand all that, but I still want to have the best betting experience, what apps should they download, Todd? What would I be mean, I don't know that I'm the expert on that, but I feel like William Hill has got a lot of stuff that a lot of the other Vegas places don't have. And they'll take a bet, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're not. it's not Pennsylvania, but it's at least something. I agree with that. I always tell people, if you want to get the best odds, there are apps for that. You Obviously, South Point is one of them. Um, Circa is another one. Great odds. Superbook as well. South but Point, if you, though, you won't be able to see the odds unless you have something in the account. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the difference with the other, the difference is William Hill has that giant menu or for Las Vegas. For Las Vegas. William Hill and Caesars have the large menu and they'll take a bet. And that's the difference. And they're also located everywhere. So you can open an account pretty much and throughout pro, the state. And pro tip at Caesars, you should use your Caesars card, not your William Hill card. Oh, yeah. When you, when when you, si- when you sign up, you want to go to a Caesars property and then put your Caesars rewards number in when you do it. And then you'll have a little icon saying Caesars powered by William Hill as your app instead of just William Hill because then all your points get to your Caesars thing, which mm-hmm. is obviously a good thing. Uh, by the way, if certain places like at South Point, you can only bet at commercials, and they have a very limited menu right. at a place like this. But but the thing is, is um, at least you get a better line. Like they don't they don't gouge you as much, you know. So a lot of times they'll have a twenty cent line. But I mean, I miss uh, another example that I forgot to say of, of like things at the Pennsylvania. They'll have like alternate lines yeah. in game. <clears throat> so you know, if you want to, you want to lay two enough. You want to lay three enough. You want to lay four enough. That's like science fiction to us. Here. I mean, stations has you a little do, bit of that. Yeah. But it's it's kind of. I was going to say you could do that at station. Yeah. Uh, but. Again, it's impossible to get a bet in because yeah. even a small bet that like I'm betting, you know, the thing spins and changes and what are you gonna do? I, I for me, I also watch on streaming. So in game betting is not something that's advisable if you're on a on a ten second delay, a thirty second delay, or like a four minute delay. I'll counter you real quick with that. I would argue now that the streaming is ahead. Of whatever Cox Cable's throwing out there. Wow. That's whatever, whatever, it doesn't yes. matter. There have been multiple instances during this basketball season uh-huh. where, where I have a basketball game just where I'm just changing the channel on my regular television. Where And this happened with the Kentucky Ole Miss game earlier this week. Where Kentucky Ole Miss are on ESPN. I have it on my computer and I decided to swap it to the television and put something else on the computer. It was 15 seconds ahead on the computer as opposed to it was on the television. That's and Gil and I have talked about the regular so the regular NBC, Fox, CBS, ABC. They're embarrassing. Embarrassing. I, I would here. I would actually if if we were having a contest of who is further behind live action, I would throw Cox Cable Las Vegas up against anybody. I, again, the, the biggest one was that Raider Charger game and last season. Yeah. My apartment is 8 miles from Allegiant Stadium. My parents' house is 2800 miles. They got the plays before I did. 
Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing it's what the local well, what's TV funny, channels if, if you want if you want to amaze your friends uh you know you can just stare at your in-game uh well, well, that, that's, app that, and just go oh i bet it, you this guy hits a three you want yes. to bet 10 to 1 that this guy hits a three <laughs> totally. and people who are not that sophisticated are like are you a genius? How are you doing this? How are you doing? You're just looking at the app because the feed that they're getting is, you know, obviously fast. I don't know where they're getting it. There's some, there's some company that does a feed, yeah. which, and by the way, that thing is instantaneous because I've actually been at ball games and, and you're literally, they're literally like a half a second behind the live, real live action, which is, which is pretty amazing. What's funny though is when the feed gets it wrong, gets the wrong score, and you're watching the game, oh. like on streaming, <laughs> that happens from time to time. You could be watching ESPN Plus, and the stream has the correct score, and the whole information yeah, world has the wrong works. score. So that's always, uh, you know, fun times. What you got there? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team. You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So we're obviously we know that the the mobile betting is not as great in Nevada. And I think it's important to remember. Las Vegas has reinvented itself over and over and over, and the sports books are a big part of that. People don't come here for the for the betting menus; they come here for the experience. And to me, that's the classic large sports book experience. Whether it's Circa, Westgate, the Mirage on the Strip, which desperately needs a change in yeah. in uh, screens, but that's a whole other issue. Win Mirage, uh, Red Rock. Uh, Green Valley Ranch. There are so many large sports books, and there is no feeling like watching and gambling on sports sitting around a hundred, five hundred, a thousand people that are all have that same financial interest in the game. Yes, that to me is what it's all so, about. So and now you have places like being at the game. Yeah, it's yeah. and then you have places like Circa right. and Sahara, and I saw somewhere else is doing where you can watch it, watch the Super Bowl or March Madness or any sports. Uh, at the pools, which is amazing. Stadium swim is phenomenal. So let's talk about that. So beyond the, the fact that the apps will, will frustrate you, if you want to watch the Super Bowl or March Madness or anything, but you want the sportsbook experience, it starts with Circa, right? So Circa, um, you know, every, every hotel in town is known for something. Circa is known for the world's largest sportsbook and stadium swim where you can bet and watch sporting events while outside. This would not be a good time of the year to be outside. It's 34 degrees this Dude, morning. Dude, it's going to be 60 today. I'm out there. Is short- it? Yeah, I got shorts in a car. I'm ready to roll. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was 34 this morning. Anyway, it's, it's, that's, I mean, the greatest sportsbook experience you could have is at Circa, but it's downtown, and a lot of people who come from out of town either are not aware of it or just don't have enough, I don't know, 
sort of get up in them to just check it out. Once. Well, think about it. If you're in Las yeah. Vegas for 48 hours, you're not do you want to spend an hour going back and forth to a sports book? I agree. I understand I, that. I I would because I, I would. know what the experience is. But if you don't know what it is, and I you don't, I always use my buddies Tommy and 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 Eric Leff in uh, D.C. Who uh, they all, you know, they're the average sports better. Who are just they'll stay on the strip. They would probably check out Circle one time on one of their trips here. They would probably think it's awesome because it is. And I'm not sure they'd ever return to it again because they just want to do their strip thing. My crew is exactly the same. Yeah. We walked into Circa. They're yeah. like, awesome sports book. We yeah. go up to Stadium Swim. Beautiful. Never seen anything like it. Haven't been back since. Haven't been back. And they don't plan to. I, I'm like, I don't know how you people survive. That, that's just kind of the, the average sports better kind of, but it is. If you, if, if you want to know like the rankings of the great sports books in town, Circa is number one to me just in terms of the experience. Some of the others, and we'll throw this around the, the table here, but I will say the win in terms of the nicest screens, just in terms of being like a, a, I said, New York Times Square kind of event, really well lit, awesome sports book. Um, I'll just throw it around. Todd, your favorite sports book in town? Well, here's the thing. Before I get to my favorite sports book, is there a trick on parking downtown for free? Because I'm very cheap about it, and I'm very— oh, good question. I have a policy where I do not like to park and pay money to park. Yes, call me cheap. I'll be. I'll take the honor, the badge of honor. <clears throat> I do not want to pay to park. I'm going to your goddamn establishment. The least you can do is let me park for free. Now, Mark, tell me. I will tell you off the air. Oh, there is a trick. Okay, then I'll get it off the air. Thank I know you. what my I know what my minute. I know what my trick is, but I'm not going to bother saying that anyway. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, Todd, you know me. You can park where I live. Well, no, uh, I park. So, I have free over there because I have the card. I have the okay, so, so, uh, I have the MGM oh, well, card. So if you have the MGM, just upgrade your your Circa card and uh, and park there for free. Right, but if you an MGM. If you have what status, you can park anywhere for free. What's the status? The there one right uh, below. Pearl and above. Pearl. I got to rent per, my hand. Pearl, pearl, pearl and above. Pearl I got an MGM Jeff. credit card just for that. Pearl, pearl and above. will get you uh, free self-park. The gold card will get you free valet as well. All right. We don't need free valet. But I free need park. free valet, man. Well, Screw that. You're bougie. But the, the free, but pearl and above. So everything but the lowest MGM card and above, you can right. get free parking. And then parking. for Caesars, it's platinum and above. Yeah, it's the Caesar same thing. You above. jump up one. Resorts World is the same, but for all members. And what you can do is you can match your tier status from the strip properties with the D or Circa or oh, Golden Gate. Okay, and that'll get that. you the free parking at Circa. Ah. Or, or you could use valet pretty much anywhere most of the time. Encore and Win is free parking. Yeah, for everybody. Venetian's still free too. Venetian Not free. Only self parking. Valet is like thirty five bucks oh, a day. Oh, valet. Yeah, that's, you know, I don't remember the last time I valeted <laughs> my car, other than when using Gill's uh, Gill's a little trick there. All right, so so there are ways to get around that. So, oh, before we get to favorite sports books, also there is one new sports book option in town as of last week. Yes, Bet Fred. That's not even open yet. Take it easy. There's two new sports books in Take town. Take it easy. Wait a minute. Take of, it as, easy. As of last week, there are two new sports books in town. Betfred doesn't open yet. It's not open yet? It'll open by the Super Bowl. And What's they the do, other and, one? And, they and there's no mobile. And there's no mobile, so you have to actually go there? It's no. for the 300 people that visit Virgin <laughs> a year. That's so bad. It's been sitting there. That sports book has been sitting inside of Virgin, which used to be the Hard Rock, for a year plus now? More. Yeah, it's almost two years to the Super Bowl. 
I heard they renamed it the Gilly Ice Memorial Sportsbook you from your you times over there betting baseball. You don't want to know. It, would, it's be a different the, it place. would be the Gilly Ice Memorial Sportsbook powered by Betfred inside the Mohegan Sun Casino yeah. at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. What's the other one that, that has a uh, So downtown in Las Vegas, FanDuel or Boyd Gaming oh, opened right. a new sportsbook at the Fremont. Uh, it's branded by FanDuel, but the odds are not FanDuel odds. And FanDuel mobile app does not work in Nevada. Oh, um, and then down the street from that, over at Downtown Grand, Caesars opened a new sports book. And it operates under Caesars lines. Wait a minute. Uh, so which, go back to the FanDuel thing. So it's there's no mobile because they, they can't, they're not for now. licensed it for now. It's Boyd odds, I'm guessing? Correct. And it's the Boyd kiosks and your mobile bets, so obviously. Boyd, By the way, does Boyd the, kiosks minute, do the same on, thing? Hold on, hold on. The Boyd app works for that? Yes. Okay, now go, Todd. Does the Boyd kiosk do the same thing, spin you 12 seconds, send it to a trading team? I don't use the kiosks for anything. I I, I bet on my phone. I've been yeah. betting on my phone since. Yeah. Because the became, app on the Boyd is, that's the reason I ask you, is the app on the Boyd is the slowest one I've ever seen. I mean, the game could be over, and then they'll decide, <laughs> well, we're going to reject the bet now. I think we'll decide now. I mean, it's so ridiculous. It's beyond belief. Okay, besides, then let's get back to the, your favorite sports books. If, if you are willing to go and if, if you, you understand everything about the app, but you want the sports book experience, Circa's number one, I think we all agree. For the for just the size, the amazing screens. Derek Stevens did such a great job over there. The win is beautiful. What else do you like? Um, you're a South Point guy because you have a well, section named after you here. Yeah, well, I well, I, here's the thing about South Point. I love the South Point for the ease of convenience. You yeah. can just park, roll right up, and now I hate the smoking. So I can't sit here like all day on a Saturday anymore because it's just the smoking just kills me. Yeah, most people so, aren't going to come here though. What? Most people who are just going to oh, on the strip yeah. aren't going to Yeah, so that. if I want to watch, like, on a Saturday, I'll get the guys to, like, there's guys that I sit with who, you know, want my in-game picks and something, so I'll be like, go, go over to Westgate and get us seats early. So they'll go, but, like, even on a Saturday morning, like, for college basketball, if you want to watch college basketball all day, which I tend to like to do, I'll get there at, like, 9 a.m., and you can get seats at Westgate with no problem, and there's no smoking. Which That's a beautiful I really thing. like about the Westgate. Now, yeah. the seats will give you a little bit of a swamp tuchus. I was going to say, you get so you, you, walk, you, out, you, you, can, you walk out of there with a rash, but other than that, you can, no, the, the, the seats are very comfy, but they're like that material that if, you know, swamp you can get a bit of a swamp tuchus if you're not careful. Um, you know, that's a trademark. Uh, what's, this, team. what's this anyway, rash I have? Anyway, so. Uh, I'm but just that, watching but as far as, No, as far as non-smoking and, and by the way, uh, a quite now that I've been a fatso and eating the wrong things again, quite a decent uh, food bar. It, it will cost you a zillion dollars, but they do have some delicious Angus chili. They even have a cauliflower crust pizza that's delicious. Uh, I should be eating any of this stuff, so uh, while I'm cauliflower, doing... Cauliflower, if you're going to cheat, cheat. Yeah, right. You're not going to believe how good the cauliflower crust uh, pizza is. It's actually really good. Um, but anyways, I digress. Um, on the Strip... I don't really go to watch on the strip, first of all, because it's too much of a hazard. I mean, I go hang out with you at Aria. I feel like the sports book there is maybe the worst screens I've ever seen in my entire life. For, for strip screens. You I mean, it's like TVs in the wall. It's, it's so bad. bad. It's like a living room. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, but... Um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Parlay might have some. Yeah, go So, ahead, all right. So, Circa's obviously, like you said, number one. Westgate's two, but I... I do agree with Todd on the swamp took us. I do agree with him on that. Um, you just want to get up a lot and give yourself an air out a little oh, bit. <laughs> oh, 
that note, uh, both the station's big time properties are really good books. So Green Valley Ranch and Henderson, Red Rock and Summerlin, both of those properties are really good. The only problem with Red Rock, there's a bunch of smoke still with that book. So that is a problem. On the Strip, I still, whenever my buddies come in for March Madness, we still always end up at the Venetian. Just always do that Chinese restaurant right next to it. Yeah. Which the food is pretty good. Yeah, it's a little overpriced, but you're playing, paying strip pricing. Is this still with the cubbies? They have like those like... Yeah, do they still have the, those cubicles? What, the Venetian? No. Or, or no, they're, they're like sitting with like a, a red thing in front of yeah, you. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The, those are yeah. still there. Yeah. Wait, 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 the old Cantor Gaming red cubicles are still in the yeah, sports still, book? Yeah, it's still oh the red cubicles, absolutely. God, are you serious? Yeah, the last ones. They're still there. They're the last ones. I believe they're the last ones. What's, I haven't seen them elsewhere. What's so funny about that is they, by the way, when, for those who don't know, when CG technology, Cantor Gaming, proliferated all over the strip, those were the standardized sports books, the red cubicles. The Hard Rock had them, for instance. I haven't been back to the Venetian since those days, and the fact that I couldn't picture it without them, and the fact that you're saying they're still there is unbelievable. Yeah, they're still, they're still there, but... The, the screens one, are great. The screens are really good. The, again, if you want to get something to eat, eating at that Chinese restaurant right next to it, legitimately ask for a, a seat against the window and you get everything. And you could sat there for two hours at one time, just kept ordering fried rice and it was in great shape. But uh, that's good. Uh, otherwhere, uh, elsewhere in the strip, like Caesar's Palace's screens are good, but you, you can't get a seat. So it's really difficult. And are then, those screens good? Really? Yeah, they, I like they, them. They, they, they up, they're they're relatively new. Yeah. Yeah, they upgraded them recently. But there's just too many people. No, there's too many people. That's the biggest problem with Caesar's Palace. Yeah. And then it, it's kind of amazing that none of the MGM properties have an elite book at this point. Uh, go ahead. The best one is Mandalay Bay because they had the most recent refresh. So, so, so the screens are the quality. When did they have a refresh at Mandalay Bay? Two years ago, probably right before COVID. I think what? it was. But, twice, yeah. Why but, is it? But, why is it pitch black in there? I love. I love the dark ceiling. So, so, uh, so because would, that makes the TVs look better. I was about mm. to say that Mandalay is the best of the MGM properties, yeah. which is kind of an indictment to the fact that they haven't put enough into again the one that's I, shocking is Bellagio screens are, and it's the most it's their yeah. premier property and their screens are crap yeah. same with Aria the screens there are crap compared yeah. to the technology available today and it's weird that in between is Cosmopolitan which has very good screens but the sports no, book see, is the size of the studio Cosmopolitan is still awesome though no, like if a, you if you can get viewing. a spot it's a, if yeah. you can get a seat it's good and then and, and then of course the biggest disappointment of all is MGM Grand, where you have the namesake, and it's it, exactly you're, you're tilting your head up like you're in the front row at the movie theater. It's just very strange Cos that none of those MGM properties have elite places. Cosmo deserves a shout, which is now owned by MGM, right? Yeah, correct. Cosmo, That's why I mentioned it. Yeah, Cosmo yeah. owns a shout, which is just it, it's super small, like you said. You're super close to the screens, but it's still an awesome option. The Bellagio thing is interesting because that, there was one time on the strip that at one time. It was the spot to be, and they've never upgraded those screens there at all. The, the, the sort of ones that people aren't aware of, the link in the middle of the strip, if you are someone who pick, It's just, gone. You, it's gone? Yep. They cut off the sports There's like book? one fan cave left, and it's, oh. and it's like seats 12 people. God, thank God you're here, because I know nothing. It used to be these pods. Yeah, they were really nice. And that was pretty cool. Hit. Yeah, exactly. And then it's gone? It's all slot machines now. Yeah. Oh, my God. It makes and you, now it you makes can you watch. see what Vegas cares, thinks about sports books. Right. <laughs> well, again, <laughs> sports betting is 3% of overall gaming revenue. Yeah. Sports betting 
that's why there's so many reserve seating charges and food charges and, right. and all of this because it's the entertainment factor that you bring people into the casino right. and you, now you want them to spend money elsewhere. Well, so you're going to have your beer specials you, or what have you. And, you know, you'll save a dollar per beer. So your $9 beer is now only $8 if you buy a bucket. You're correct about that, right? The sports book revenue is still only a sliver of the entire gaming pie, which is not even half of the big pie of entertainment. However, we don't have shows and networks dedicated to slot machines. And so from a marketing standpoint, sports books matter still. Because we're talking about games all the time. They bring people into the sports books. So if they if this trend were to continue, it's probably also bad business. Well, right? there's a reason that Circa has a sports book yes. where eighty percent of the seats are reserve have mm-hmm. reservation fees, but that fee goes towards food and drink. And so you're essentially spending a hundred bucks on a chair that gives you, you know, enough beer for your day and your outing and enough food for that your day and your outing. So that that ultimately is that's a great business model, or that is a business model for the casinos in yeah. um, in Las Vegas. You know, it's another uh, MGM sports book that doesn't at all live up to it. Park MGM. Park, MG, gr- Park MGM strange because that t- they turned it into the restaurant. Yeah, where the food is fine, beer is good. But uh, wait, it's a restaurant now. It's a bar restaurant. It's a bar restaurant. Well, it's there. a bar. It's always been a bar. Yeah, but yeah. they bring you food if you're sitting there during. Like I watched somebody Monday Night Football their game there. Um, whenever I whatever the day is before I went to Carbone. But it's like it's not um, it's not good the, screens there either. Part the screens no, were fine it, it, for a bar because yeah, it's fine for a bar. It's just yeah. weirdly constructed. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is, if you're on the strip and you're looking for a great sportsbook experience. I mean, Cosmo is probably the best, but it's small. The strip itself. I, I, I still impartial. And the win. The, I would say the win is still the win. Is still I would the say best. win or the Mirage if you like that large sports book. Yeah, because I still. The screens are I just, so bad. But I just love watching with that many people around. I'm a size king when oh, it comes to books. So, so you should come to South Point. You can watch with a million people. There's a lot of people here. Yeah, but it does, That's okay. It, I, it took me an hour to get here today. <laughs> I will stay in my part of the, it, uh, in my hood. It does, though, it does, you know, drive home the point that Circa is so far, oh, yeah. so far the best, and that the South Point and the Westgate, also not, neither on the strip, in terms of the big screens, probably the next best Group, but I, I would still say the win and the win in the Cosmo. If you're on the strip and you only stay on the strip, those are the two. I, I, I would say those stations properties are better than than the South Point. I agree. I, but they're again, also, they're also, they're off, also the off the strip. They're yeah. off the strip, and they're off, what's and, great and is further that further off the strip. Correct. Yeah. What's great though is that you can be on the strip if that's your thing. You know, have that experience there. But you can go east 15 minutes mm-hmm. and get to. Uh, Get to Green Valley Ranch. You can go west, get to Red Rock for 15 yeah, minutes. As, as you, you can know. go 15 minutes south and get here. Your East Coast buddies aren't doing that either, though. No, but yeah. I'm saying that there are different options for different people depending on what where they want to be, what they want to do. By the way, I don't know if we brought this up for a few years, but like that also was the thing. For those of us who grew up on the East Coast and used to come to Vegas uh, from the East Coast, Mandalay Bay was marketed to West Coast people. And the Mirage was marketed to the East Coast people. So it's why all of my old DC friends still like going to the Mirage, which is going to be the Hard Rock. That transformation will take the next three years, but eventually it'll become the Hard Rock. They're going to knock out the volcano in front of the property. They're going to build a guitar-shaped hotel tower like they have in Florida. That Those renderings of that? 
the guitar, correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be the most iconic thing on the whole strip. It seems to be that way. It's you know? huge. It's going to be huge. They're going to have 880 suites is what they're planning, Ooh. or 800 suites what they're planning. The guitar itself at the base of it yeah. is going to have a little mini casino with like 100 slots and 12 table games. They're expanding the casino inside of the casino, the original Mirage Casino. So, But again, that's all going to start probably next year is when the work will start really impacting people that visit. So it's still the Mirage for now. Still the Mirage, still operating the same, still have the same steakhouse, Heritage Steak, still have Beatles Love Show. Um, pretty much everything is status quo except for the Players Club. And when we, we brought up Caesars when we were talking about sports books for a reason, because they're really the only book that gives worthwhile comps for betting sports. Everything else is in the casino, right? I'll take your word on what they give you for sports because I use those. I just use William. It's Hill. the only one that's not negligible. You know, everything else is like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. It's just like you could bet for days and not get anything for it. Um, all right, have we covered that? Are we ready for restaurants? Are we ready for this? One last sports book note, please. The sports book in Bally's, which is now known as Horseshoe, is gone. There's gone entirely. The only place to bet inside of Bally's <laughs> is in the hallway <laughs> towards Paris. Uh, which they're they're trying to build a new they're building a new Guy Fieri restaurant next to it. Oh, another! So that's going to be where you go to watch sports in the future at at Horseshoe, which used to be known as Bally's. It's a uh, it, it's awesome convenience if you're parking in the Paris parking garage. That's the only thing it's good for. And Paris will have a new sports book yeah. in time for oh. the Super Bowl. I'm told. Oh, there you like go. Like a renovated good. sports. That's book. good. That's a season two book. Yeah. It, that was a place, even though the screens were never always good, because before I moved here, we would stay in Paris. It was always a convenient, hey, we got a singular event, pop down, get on those couches that they're usually not reserving and go in there. But it'll be good to see a new one. Yeah, I think it'll look similar to the way uh, they re they renovated Harris last year. If you've okay. seen that sort of the William Hill vibe where it's couches and chairs, is uh, more is, loungy. Is the Tropicana ever going to have a new sports book? Isn't that rumored? Uh, Bally's Corporation took over the property last year, and they said they'll reveal plans later this year on the future of the property. On the future of the property, which could Correct. mean it Just could knock be it, down. it could be anything from knock it down and build a baseball stadium to there's a new casino that is living where Tropicana used to be. Because that was supposed to be the new Jay Rude sports book over there, right? Correct. And it yeah. sounds, well, it'll be their brand. Yeah. So he yeah. works with them. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but I have no idea. It look, it sounds like they're going to have their brand of sports betting there. But again, they haven't confirmed that officially. So I'll let them give their official information before I start spouting off my insinuation yeah. from what they say during earnings calls. I can't wait to take a field trip to Bet Fred to see if they have tennis Right lines. next to the Tropicana, oh. you have the Oyo, which, if you like yes. really interesting smells, has a very I interesting... To, you know what? Before, before William Hill left... Smells. Before William Hill left the, uh, left the Cosmo, I used to bet a lot at, at Oyo and go in there and bet William Hill stuff. Like, I've oh, been there with yeah. people that travel in just to bet at the Oyo because it, the parking is so quick yeah. to it. You could do that. It wasn't Oyo at the time. It was Hooters at the yeah. time, right? Um, wait, there was one more thing I had. Oh, Resorts World. For those who, who missed the whole Resorts World thing, there was this project in Vegas that was taking over a decade to happen, Resorts World. It finally did. It looks exactly like the Encore and Wynn, basically brown out exterior with a little red, you know. But basically, they had to give them a cease and desist at one point because it was so similar. 
but they have a sports book. That, so Circa is known for its sports book and for its uh, for its pool. Resource World is known for its food court, maybe more than anything. They have a very small sports book. Every once, I mean, they don't want your sports book action, but every once in a while, they'll have some shit that no one else offers. That's the only thing I can say about them. They have a super tiny betting menu, but yeah. the the physical sports book itself is part of a bar and restaurant, sort of like right. the way Park MGM is set up. So if you go there during a big game, you can sit, eat barbecue over in one spot, or you can go to the tiny little sports book section and watch as yeah. you would anywhere else with big chairs. And Which is on the strip. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, Shout out to the Mulberry Street pizza that, that, that that's in there <laughs> that's at the right. resort. Are you serious? Uh, Gilly took me to the uh, resort. We were walking around. I saw Mulberry Street pizza. And, and you know, when I lived in uh, Beverly Hills adjacent, that's where I used to live, Beverly Hills which adjacent. was like literally a couple of blocks from the Mulberry Street pizza on Beverly Drive. And I gained, you know, maybe 500 pounds there. Um, th- then I walked past the one at resorts and I was like, oh my God, Mulberry. And it's really the same Mulberry Street pizza, even with the New York Post, uh, you know, on the tables and stuff. So that was really cool. Okay. Restaurants. Now, a lot of people have been tweeting in because I said something on a numbers game a few months ago where I was like, there's only one thing I won't give up, which is my favorite sushi restaurant. I said it one, <laughs> I said it one time on a numbers game. To this day, we're still getting tweets. Are you good? Why don't you talk about your favorite sushi restaurant? I'm not going to give that sushi restaurant, but I'm going to give all the other great ones in town. So for those who like sushi, strip and non-strip, let's start there. We'll get to steakhouses next, but I just want to cover the sushi thing. Off-strip, Kabuto, K-A-B-U-T-O. It'll cost you a fortune, though. Great sushi. Lesser price, but also outstanding sushi off-strip. Off strip. Sen, S-E-N. Those are two great off-strip sushi recommendations. As far as on-strip, um, Zumi is, is very expensive at the win. It's excellent. Sushi, sushi Samba at, uh, is that Venetian? That's really good. Um, I think those are the best on, on strip, unless I'm forgetting something. I don't know. I'm partial to Mizumi. I know it costs you an arm and a leg, yeah. but every time I've been there, I've had the best meal I've had basically in the previous six months. So even if it's not sushi, everything and Jeff else is not menu. malnourished. We no, I'm definitely out. not malnourished. No. I'm, you know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm close to, I'm, I'm close to Wishnev weight wise. So. I mean, for me, the best, the best restaurant off strip is a little place called Seven Eleven. If you order the Reese's pretzels, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just you will turn into a heroin addict and probably gain a million pounds uh, our, in three our months. F- our favorite non steakhouse, non sushi place off strip, I think we can all agree, is the Homos Grill. Oh my God. On Sahara. The Homos Grill. <laughs> is that the one where crack, where, where crack went in there and had no idea what was going on? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> okay. It is, they are. It's an Israeli place. True blue yeah. Hebrew speaking Israelis. And so. It is, but it's so good. It's right next to uh, Golden Steer, right? Right next to the yeah. Golden Steer. It really is amazing. It's amazing. It, Todd called me last night. He goes, hey, you want to go to the Hummus Grill? I'm like, oh, geez, I just ordered from here. Like, I, it just, it's phenomenal. Um, steakhouses. We'll get to other stuff. <laughs> Favorite steakhouses in Vegas. Has this list changed at all? There has been one addition to my list, and you were there for uh, my maiden voyage at Carver Steak oh, at Resorts yes, World, yes. which was a phenomenal steak. You get to choose your knife, which is fun for get to choose your whatever knife. you can mail at home if you're choose visiting. Choose your what? You, you, choose your, you pick your weapon. Your steak you knife. pick your knife. You pick like your they knife. give you, you different weapon. steak they, knives they to choose from. They come over with like oh, four wow. different knives. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. But the food is amazing. Like the steak was fantastic. The sides were great. Mac and cheese was probably some of the best that I've had in Vegas. 
That was that was right after my dad passed. It was one of my f- my first outings. Yeah, it was good. I had a fillet. I always get the fillet. It was it was very good. good yeah, good 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 solid place. Cut at Venetian's really good. Um, listen, I've never had a bad steak at SW at the Win. Crack tells me he has. I have never. So so I'm for the price you pay at SW. I expect it to be better. Really? That's all I'll say. I have only had tremendous steaks there. What, one other Venetian one real quick, and I know it's a chain, but they have one of my favorite desserts in the entire city because it's the size of my head. At Smith & Lelensky's, the chocolate cake <laughs> that you get that you, that you you get for $12. Aren't you supposed to be dieting for your wedding? I think th- this, is, this, is, this is six months ago. Don't worry about it, Gil. <laughs> what about that restaurant the Parles took us to where we got to pick we'll, our own fish? We'll, that was delicious. We'll, we'll, oh. we'll get to Amalfi in oh, a second. That's good stuff right but, there. Amalfitano, Joey Amalfitano. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, well, again, the, the, since Todd brought it up, because Gil was there, yeah. my family was there. Wishnev, this was while Wishnev was still doing well with his diet, uh, yeah. where he brought in... His own salad dressing. Yeah. And then after after the meal was over when we ordered dessert, Wishnev's pulling apples out of his pocket and eating apples at the table with his freaking five star Bobby Flay place. He also wouldn't he also advised against me getting the full Branzino, which I should have. Which, which restaurant are we talking about? This here? is this is Amalfi. Yeah. Amalfi. Amalfi. At Caesars. Yeah. At Caesars. At Caesars. Yeah. So that's not just steak. That's not that's, that's fit. Yeah. Great to like pick your own fish out. Bobby Flay place. Really, really good. Uh steakhouse wise, um, I know it's now perceived as one of the elite ones, but I'm really partial still to Prime at the Bellagio. I love Prime because because if you get the outdoor seat right on right on the lagoon, it's beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. The steak is I've never had a bad meal. I don't know why I don't go there more often. Probably because it'll cost you an arm. And that seating is really what it's the spectacular, amazing view of the Bellagio fountains, and you're having this amazing steak. There's really it, to me, that's unmatched. By the way, speaking of that, are the, are the Bellagio fountains ever going to to disappear, or are they still like? Because there are always those rumors, right? Well, I that that's just rumors and just rumors. stuff. But I think that the way they're using it now is to like they had the NHL, you know, part of the skills competition right. on there. They're going to use it to market the product more NFL so draft, than yeah. yeah they're going to use it. For marketing, they did a Game of Thrones thing of there a few years ago. Uh, they're going to use it to market the property because they can. Speaking of that, sorry for the aside. We'll get back to the restaurants. The F1 race in <sighs> November. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
how much will that cost people to sit right there in front of the Bellagio? Well, fountains? they're going to put grandstands in front of the fountains, yeah. and that you have to buy a package directly from MGM. It's like three that includes right? hotel rooms for the weekend. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous pricing because you're on the strip, and you know if you're staying at Bellagio, it's going to cost you more than if you're staying at Luxor or Excalibur. So everybody's invited to my roof. Would they build something over top that huge lake? Is that what you're no, saying? They're no, they're no, putting no, no, no. it right pretty much right like by the sidewalk. Oh, right. okay. Right, basically right adjacent to the to the lagoon and the Eiffel Tower. Okay, back to the steakhouses. I still say, let's go off strip here. You know where I'm going with this, Jeff. Yeah. I still say the best steakhouse, maybe not only off strip, but I'll throw in the strip properties too, or at least matches them, is Andiamo's at the D. 100%. Which is a, you know, regular-ish property, not to offend them. It's not really a standout property. We used to do this podcast from there. Those steaks, we've also been with Mr. and Mrs. Parlay there as well. Those steaks are phenomenal. I love it. I, and my choices are SW and, and, and Andiamo, which I know a lot of people are scoff at. I mean, I went to Cut recently, too, at Venetian. I don't think that that steak is better than those. I, I would argue Andiamo is the best steakhouse in the entire city, period. I, I'm with you on that. The side dishes are good, are great. Uh, it's they make better than berries, right? I uh, Look, for the price you're paying, I don't even think it's a debate. Andiamo is much better than berries. The service is, the is phenomenal there, too, yeah. and you can't forget that. It's very old-school service great. that it's you great don't get at just every restaurant. And, and Barry's is the one we're referring to is at Circa itself, which gets a lot more hype than Andiamo. Yeah, Andiamo is better than Barry's. Uh, one other off-strip steakhouse I want to throw out there because the pricing is actually pretty reasonable, all things considered, up in Meltzer's neck of the woods at Tivoli Village, Echo and Rig. Echo and Rig, mm. which which if I, I if I had that meal on the strip, it would be the same price as Prime. And I got it for half of what that meal was at Prime. It's Echo fantastic. And, Echo, Echo and Rig. Rig. It's a great place, and it's worth oh, the trip. It's yeah, one yeah, of the few yeah. that's worth the trip Tiv- all Tiv- the way out there. Tivoli has two places, Echo and Rig, and I know we'll get to the Italian section in a little bit, but there's another. There's there's two restaurants at Tivoli Village that are excellent. I think I've, I think I've been to Tivoli Village, but not to Echo and Rig. Yeah. Echo and Rig, not to be confused with Herbs and Rye, which is one that Marco which is used also to bring, good. <laughs> which used to be which Marco used to bring up on this podcast. It's a great happy hour steak. It's half price yeah. for steaks, and it's you have you can go there and get a side on your meal, yeah. or you can go to the one I prefer, which is um, which is called Cleaver. Same owner, Cleaver. but you have to pay for your side, but you're still getting a half price steak. Where's Cleaver? It's opposite of Del Frisco's on Paradise. Oh, wow. So opposite of Del Frisco's. Yeah. Does anybody go to Del Frisco's anymore? Not since you and I went like 30 years ago. <laughs> Dude, Del Frisco's. And we saw Michael Irvin playing we the saw piano Michael there. Yeah. Amazing. Wait, what? Yeah, Michael Irvin I was think you might have been drinking a Mai Tai. There was, this dude that, there was this dude that looked exactly like Michael Irvin playing the piano. Del Frisco's used to be great though, right? Is it still great? Like I, I never no think idea. about. There it. are so many great steakhouses right. in Las Vegas. You know, we talked about a handful. Del Frisco's on the other side of the uh, Hard Rock, or no, excuse me, Virgin. Pardon me. On the same sh- on yeah. the same street as yeah. uh, as that place. But there's yeah. so many great places. Whether you're in Summerlin or whether you're downtown on the Strip, off the Strip here, oh. you have a great steakhouse, Michaels, right? Yep. Michaels here at the South you know, Point. Great. There's great steakhouses all over town, and God, we haven't even touched on my favorites as well, which Please. is kind of amazing. I love John George's at Aria. Yep. That's still. 
one of well, my favorites. The short rib is the, is the spot. Short rib is great there. Yeah. The steaks are phenomenal as yeah. well. Those, those popovers roll things, too, at the beginning of the meal. I, I, would, I would say the SW, they have these ham and oh, cheese muffins. And they make everything oh. on-premises at at, uh, at uh, Wynn, which yeah. does cannot be stated enough. Yeah. The bread there is phenomenal. Uh, I love Heritage still at the Mirage, as long as it's there. Heritage is good, too. Um, yeah. Andiamo, of course. Strip steak at Mandalay Bay is because they cook it over wood, it has a different flavor than yes. most of the others. Heritage is the same way, which and, is why I like that as well. And also, pro tip about Mandalay Bay if you're ever in a jam, you don't have restaurant reservations anywhere, and the whole town appears to be booked. Mandalay Bay will have a table for you at Strip Steak or, or at that sushi place, whatever that is. They just have oh, the, Kumi. 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 Those places are so big that they are more likely to have a place available to you than others. That's a good point. And also, yeah. it's a very family-oriented place. Yeah. And the families don't dine at the upscale places because why are you going to spend 80 bucks on a steak for right. a child? Yeah, yeah no, I, and, and I'm happy you brought strip steak up because yep. that, to me, is one of the most underrated places. And in they the just renovated, so it looks pretty. Yeah. Oh, really? And you get your little uh, French fries instead of bread for oh. the appetizer. Yes, that, yes, it's true. Which, is, which, as a large person, that you appreciate a little more than the average person. <laughs> What else uh, but got? also, um, Scotch 80 Prime over at Palms. Um, I had oh. a phenomenal rib cap there. Um, I don't know if it's great otherwise, but my one meal there was phenomenal. And then Bavette, I went recently um, over at Park MGM. And what we did is we all were all recommended to try the burger. And it's the most expensive burger you're ever going to eat, but it is phenomenal. Where, 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 where is that? Bavette's. Oh. With light, with lighting from 1846. So again, Deborah, <laughs> the first time Deborah and I went there, we couldn't stop. Is laughing. this the fashion stylist? We couldn't stop laughing because it was so dark in there. So dark. It's so it's dark a, in there. Like I think they've lightened it up a little bit, but you, li it's, you it's, literally needed a lantern. It there. now is lighter than it used to okay, be. So they they have good steaks. They have the best bread in town. Their uh, their iceberg wedge salad is out of control good because the bacon is out of control good. I was just going to, I'm pulling up a picture of the bacon here. The bacon so is the you. most unbelievable thing I've ever had in my life. It's but I didn't know, food. I didn't know, I didn't, yeah, well, you know, I'm not that kind of Jew. I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that the burger was that good. You're saying the burger, oh, look at that thing. Oh my God. And it's got that giant, beautiful bacon that you love so much. Oof, that, it is this thick, sweet bacon. Oh, Sounds man. great. So good. <laughs> By the way, Gil is down to 214.5 yeah. from 230 when I arrived in yeah. town. So he's not going to be going to any of these restaurants. Whoa. Thank you. That sounds so good. It's true. Well, the last time I saw him, instead of having breakfast burritos, we had egg white omelets. Yes, we did. But I had bacon in mine. You had bacon in yours. <laughs> you they, had green stuff on it. Um, st Jeff is pointing at me. Oh, I thought you had some. The, uh, so I think we've covered the steak places. One that... steakhouse coming soon that I'm excited for oh, because I... it has to be better than New York where they have rats in the basement. Peter Luger's yes, is opening yes, at Caesar's Palace. Yes, yes, yes. Peter Luger's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. So, and I've had, I've had, I've been to the Peter Luger's They're going to have Brooklyn. real mob hits. I heard every night. I've been to the Peter Luger's in Brooklyn. The, the, uh, also there is this structure that was built between the Cosmopolitan and the Crystals Mall, which is adjacent to the Veer and the Aria. And in that structure, there's supposed to be a new steakhouse as well. Hasn't opened yet. Has not opened yet. Ocean Prime, I believe, is the Ocean name of it. Prime. It's a chain that I believe uh -oh. started or their previously premier property was in Florida. Um, That's not the Prime on South Beach. That's a different one. Ocean. I think the oh, word yeah. Ocean is in the ocean, name. Ocean, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Then as far as just our favorite restaurants beyond that, shall I start with the obvious? Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite restaurant in all of Las Vegas remains and still champion Carbone at the Aria. This is simply, to me, the greatest food-slash-atmosphere in all of Las Vegas. It is expensive-ish, for sure. It's not the most expensive place, but it's expensive-ish. It's expensive for a bowl of pasta and a, and a veal parm, but Any, it's it is amazing. It's amazing. The veal parm is, is their signature, along with the spicy vodka rigatoni. Those are their two signature dishes, but everything on the menu is fantastic. It's Motown until about 10 p.m., and then it's hip-hop. Uh, that's what they do every night. It's just the best. It, it, it's the most awesome experience you can have in Vegas to me. One, one addition. Tell to us that, more why. So one thing that makes it cool, Todd, is that you can. I'm never you can taking order you for there. the table. Oh, you did once take one me time. There. Did yeah. I? One yeah. time. Yeah. Did you ruin it for us? Tried to. It, okay. it was. It, Gil, 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 it was three weeks before the pandemic. Fully took. I do not remember. It was those that. circular booths, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah, that good. Yeah. I was like, wow, this oh, is what, what fuck all the off. all the just fuck off. All the uh I don't even remember what you ate, Todd. What did you have? I don't even remember what he ordered. I don't remember Probably what the I, cauliflower I pizza know. appetizer. Probably, yeah. No, no, then I was still eating like a chazer. <laughs> um I don't, listen. I, don't, I don't remember. Carbone is amazing. Just again, as as with a lot of these places, and just be still champion. Just, just be just be willing to pay pay up. That's one the thing only that thing. one thing that I really enjoy is that when my crew comes in every year, uh, we go there and we we order. We have one person does all the ordering for the table, and they serve everything individually. So they'll slice up the food, the uh, veal parm. They'll let you deal with your own side orders. They'll slice up the steak for you. Give it. You know, make it easier for everybody to eat. And uh, the pasta, everybody gets their own individual serving, which is not like, which is a lot easier than, you know, here, take your own little, little uh, bit from oh, the, from a big bowl. One more steak thing. Let's go out of steak for a second. Do, that place, SLS exists anymore or is a different place? Not it's SLS. It's Bizarre Meat at Sahara now, which is but, one of my favorite okay. restaurants of all kinds. Bizarre Meats at Sahara. That's Andrews' place, right? Again, oh, very expensive, but one of the best meals you're going to have if you're a meat eater. Also, though, let me say this. Can be frustrating for people. Yes. Because the menu is not anything that we are accustomed to. Another pro tip. Just tell them how just, much you want to spend, yes. and they'll feed you. They'll just feed you. And don't just even say, try. And don't yet. Yeah, don't even look because yeah. the menu will confuse you. Yes. Just say I have 150 bucks. I want food that does not include fish because I'm allergic. Yeah. And they'll just keep bringing you different kinds of meat. They'll bring you that little uh, cotton candy foie gras. Uh, uh, poor what do you little, mean? And it will just not stop. Poor you, little fluffy rabbit. You know, they'll get you all the rabbit. drinks you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, so you could just keep getting more stuff? It's like all you can eat. No, no, if you give no, them no. a budget, they'll feed oh, you. They'll feed you till you hit that. If until only, you hit that budget, if it were only all you can oh, eat. Okay. Well, okay, before we before we get to Jeff's, the, I just want I don't want to mean to do an advertisement for the Aria, but in addition to Carbone, and you mentioned John George as well, they have a brand new food court at the Aria where the buffet used to be. Buffets are kind of. I out. thought you were going to talk about something good. <laughs> oh no no, there's where there's, <laughs> there's Din Tai Fung downstairs, That's which weird. is out of control Vietnamese Pan Asian food. Uh, Todd and I have gone there before. Din Tai Fung is tremendous. I eat there multiple times a week or take out. Uh, Catch, which is like a very Instagrammy sushi kind of place downstairs, which is awesome. But that food court is new. It's completely unhealthy. There's nothing healthy-ish on the menu there. But there's a food court at the Aria now that has ramen noodles, hand rolls, deli food, 
breakfast food, pizza. Middle Eastern food, and pizza. But you have to order from like an electronic screen. I hate that. You have to order from the screen, or or you or your uh, phone catches the Q. Uh, what is it called? The QR uh, code. QR code. What are you hundred years old, Todd? I like to talk to a person. This is a guy that this is a guy that bets on his phone in the kiosk yeah. and not with a human. No. He, but he can't order food the same way. He's the he, no exactly. Can I, can I tell you what the most frustrating thing is about Todd? <laughs> Let's talk about Todd for a second. Here's the most frustrating thing. He is he fashions himself and is often correct that he's a very smart person and he's also a very humorous person. But you know what? He's a fucking idiot in. <laughs> He doesn't understand text humor at all. So, like, he understands person-to-person humor. But if you try joking with him or sarcasm on text, he always comes back with, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. He's a bit about. sardonic, and it's tough to pick up about. all the uh, so stupid. nuances. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not what's happening. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, God. in his defense, it helps that the people texting you things they think are funny are actually funny. Oh, oh yeah, Mark. With a nice shot right to the gilly solar plexus, he's in trouble now. <laughs> solar plexus, <laughs> trouble now. <laughs> Fading now. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, what do you got? Uh, are we just going in general here? Yeah, just general. Well, I mean, look, Carbone is, I'm with you. I still think that's at worst number two in Stop the it. city. At worst. Uh, look, What's number I, one? I, What's I, number one? Well, it, it, it depends on what I want that day. Applebee's? No, not quite, mm, Todd. Okay. Almost grill? No. <laughs> Olive Garden? Ooh, we're getting closer. Um, How about no. the Wynn Buffet? I used to love so, that. So, I, know buff- oh. I know buffets are out of vogue. Well, they right still now. have some. Let's talk about it, that. The Wynn Buffet is still there, right? See, yeah, there's, there's two buffets that are still worth it in this city to me. Wynn? Wynn and Bacchanal. Other than that... Bacchanal. Where's other, Bacchanal? That's Caesars. Caesars. Oh, okay. Other than that, yeah. not worth it anymore. You're, I think you're right. Uh, it's just not worth it. Because the M is gone. The the M is gone. All sta- all stations are gone. Yeah. Uh, Rampart's the only one that's not on the strip. Basically, at this what about point. that Palms one? I thought was decent. Oh, no? uh, Jason Khan just texted uh, the Palms. What did he just? Text I have not there? been since they oh, opened. He was saying the sports book at the Palm is now Caesars. Also, is that what he said? It's William, William Hill. Hill. William Hill. Hill. Yeah. William Hill. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and they still have a buffet there. Will we, the uh, Cosmo has theirs, Wicked Spoon, which people love. That's all right. I, yeah, that's, I, that's I, right. I think buffets yeah. are atrocious. I so never I'm bad. But at you know what you get at buffets that you don't get at all these other places, Mark? Conjunctivitis. All you can eat food. Yes, huh. and you can go one on one against the property to see if you can put them out of business. Well, if you go and I've a, done it, I'm six and two overall. What, 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 pro- what properties have closed because of your attendance? Well, they at used the, the pandemic as the yeah. reasoning, but it really wasn't true. Was if you deal. notice, I left right in the beginning of the pandemic, and all the buffets closed. Is that a coincidence? I think. I was going to say people think like p- properties like the Frontier closed for other reasons. Nope, it's because Wishnev did the uh, buffet years. I ago. took them down. Yeah, Lotus Asylum is still. New or old? No, don't go to the one up at Red Rock. Go to the, Whoa. Go go to the go to the one on Flamingo. Still, they, what's that? It, it's it's it it's Northern Thai food. It's mm-hmm. got a James Beard Award. I think as a, the uh, the duck koi sao. <laughs> Wish never is so baffled over here. Doesn't even know what Thailand is. Uh, but uh, but uh, that that food is awesome. I don't. I wouldn't go to the one at Red Rock yet. I think there's still. Working out the kinks. I agree. I've been there, and I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I wouldn't. But the one on Flamingo still all reliable. Always going to be a great meal. Flamingo is not the old old, right? No, it's the, the old second one's old. on Sahara. It, the one on the Sahara is still The original closed. one that I've been to is is Sahara in the Hood, and you definitely 
Oh, be happy to go not that there. That was the experience, though, that place. That was the best. Mark, yeah. how often do yeah. you go out to eat? Like, you sound like you know all these he's, restaurants. Every night he's out. Um, I rarely go out now. I go to places that I know that I like. But, but I'm when saying, I first, how do you know about all these restaurants? Because I go eat there. at a lot of places. I so, eat. And about town, Todd. Yeah, come Rich, on, I'm man. saying, how often will you go? That's what I'm saying. Not very often. Maybe once a month, twice oh, a month. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. But by the way, Gil, I forgot one from the sushi. Off the strip, that's good because Red Rock jogged my memory. Yep. Blue Ribbon Sushi at oh, Red Rock. Hey, I was just going to bring it, it up because you brought it up. It, it is a really, really good restaurant. It also has a really good happy hour where you can get those awesome chicken wings and some pretty basic rolls for uh, for a pretty cheap price. That's an under-the-radar, off-the-strip, very good place. When Blue Ribbon Sushi, and I make that distinction because now it's Blue Ribbon Brasserie, which is something well, that's different. that's the one at the Cosmopolitan. Yeah, when yeah. Blue Ribbon Sushi used to be at the Cosmopolitan before the Brasserie. That, it's a lingerie store? That was my go-to place. But, yeah. but the Red Rock one, is it's awesome. Love it. And Red Rock now has a new uh, Greek restaurant opening, oh. Mediterranean. What's it's that? Opening. Noxos. Yeah, I Noxos. don't speak that. I don't speak any other languages. Noxos. Noxos is easy enough. Yeah. Uh, but that, that opens in the beginning, actually, pretty much any day now. Best off-strip uh, Greek is uh, Meraki, I believe I'll call it. People love that place. Love that place. Where Noxos. is it? It is on, what There's, street is that? Rainbow? Um, it's Rainbow and Tropicana, I believe. Yeah, um, there's the original. I think there's one now on don't Fort hold. Apache in Charleston, maybe. Yeah. But I don't eat Maraki's Greek food very great. often, so not not Elias. my cup of tea. Elias would be the other one. I'm more of the uh, American food, the cows and chickens. <laughs> uh, shout out to Yardbird, still fried yeah, chicken. Yardbird, still, still one of my favorites, still still. and it's still affordably priced, which is, is great. Where you, I mean, for In Vegas. comparison, yeah. yeah. You know, Yard, when we're talking, you ever been to no, bro. We're talking about eight dollars steaks and yeah. a twenty-five dollar fried chicken meal is right. kind of okay. The sliders are still there. Sliders, sliders are off the menu. My peanut butter pie is off the menu. The shorter of there is Did you phenomenal. Just say peanut butter pie is that what you just said? Yeah. Peanut butter pie. Wow. Phenomenal. Dude, I don't even know what the, that is. The fried chicken. There's a fried chicken watermelon waffles plate at. Yardbird, which now that I'm just talking about it, I want to sprint out of here. And, and for eat. the adults in the house that like bourbon, yes, amazing it's bourbon. bourbon bourbon's on there. That, yeah. that, that that's uh, for cocktail menus. That is as good of a cocktail. I know you don't drink Gil, but wait, what isn't in the syrup? Isn't there some bourbon? There's some too? bourbon in the, in yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. But it's but that's yeah, not yeah, that's, that's not bourbon to get you boozy and drunk. No, no, but that, that is that it. those cocktails there. You don't even taste the alcohol. They're so good. It's so good, and they have local beer. My favorite uh, Atomic Duck from uh, from a uh, local brewer here is is available there, which is you don't find local beers on the strip very often, so it's always a treat. Do you do shabu shabu at all? I don't even know what that is. It's like you have a pot at your plate at your at your where you're sitting, and then they just bring shit. And you put meat in there, and it all boils. We, you and I did I that think with Chrissy. I was going to say the last time I had that was with you, yeah. and that was like five or six years ago. Who was with us? Chrissy and Marco. They didn't like it so much, but it, uh, I think it's awesome. All up and down Spring Mountain. Yeah, Hoback is probably my yeah. favorite. It's a Korean barbecue barbecue place on Spring Mountain. It's yeah. called Hoback. There's just a ton of Hoback. Oh, it's Hoback. just <laughs> it's super cheap. It probably would fit feed all of us for the price of a steak at SW. Mm. Like it's just a really really good place and uh, and very affordable. And it's located next door to a secret coffee shop called Gabby Coffee, where they have. Uh, trees inside of the place and they teach you to speak different languages in the bathroom. It's a great coffee spot. It's hidden behind some 
giant wooden doors that you would never even know it's there. Breakfast food, rise and shine, rise and shine. My favorite, uh, off strip, uh, what do you call it? Hangover breakfast because it's mainly a steak and eggs place. Some people get the burritos there, but they're missing out on an amazing steak. All the people who are there, uh, the wait staff is in pajamas. And they sell pajamas and socks mm-hmm. inside the little gift shop. And there's a few of them around town. I'm just, um, I'm just thinking, is there, some, is there a restaurant I forgot about? I don't think so. As far as good restaurants, yeah. I, I love Holeo still over at Cosmo. You're yeah, as you there. know, I go there you often. I love so that place. I love that place. I love yeah. going for their sangria hour, um, the, getting some discounted sangria, and their carne asada is phenomenal. The food court at the Cosmo, which used to be the old sports book in this little small thing on the second floor, they have Bang Bar, B-A-N-G, which is a... Uh, um, David Chang. David J- Chang. David Chang's spot. He has Momofuku, which is the restaurant, but his little... Uh, it's a quick serve. It's like a quick serve under, bang bar. Under $15 for a... Chicken and pork yeah. kind of thing, which is really good. And then Hattie B's, the fried chicken place there, is good. It's a great deal. You know, you can yeah. get a meal there for $15, which is not something you can get anywhere yeah. else in the... Totally. In the casino. Yeah, that, that is the part I like about the casino. That has been a trend. Like properties like the Cosmo and the Aria, where you used to not be able to find a place to do anything cheaply, now you can kind of. Well, it's different cheap. You know, they're yeah. taking the food court from McDonald's right. and making it Hattie B's. You know, they're right. you know where you're not going to get essentially a place to get a dollar cup of coffee and a and a three dollar egg McMuffin in the morning. But oh, you know those those too. those were the days. <laughs> However. Secret tip here. In between Harris and the Venetian, there's a McDonald's. And if you do want a quick, cheap breakfast, go right up there into that little McDonald's. There's a Panda Express and a Chipotle there too. Super cheap. And it's it's hidden where very few people know that it's in there. In between what and what? Oh. In between Harris and, the, and that, Casino that, Royale. That weird McDonald's. Yeah, with, this, yeah, with, with the weird, weird yeah, creepy yeah, yeah. escalator yeah, that'll yeah, scare yeah. the hell out of you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have a problem with escalators. Should we I, talk about that? I don't like anything more than a couple of feet off the ground. Is there a word for fear of escalators? Because he's got it. I'm sure there is some yeah. phobia. I don't know. It's, I call it all mm. a fear of heights because I don't like mm. being anywhere off the ground. I have that low center of gravity that I need to keep intact. That's the other thing. A cheap mid-strip spots that are not in a casino right across where that McDonald's and that Subway is. There's a Nacho Daddy there. And always look for the malls because the yeah. malls will give you yeah. fairly priced Las Vegas food. So Miracle Mile shop where you're talking Mile. about, there's jam. a ton of cheap places to eat in there. Chipotle, baby. Go to go across the street, Caesar's Palace, the yeah. one of the largest malls in the country. They have a ton of places to eat for relatively inexpensive. And so anywhere you find that kind of a, Miracle a large place hack. to, to yeah. eat is are just really good place to get cheap foods. Yeah. Miracle Mile is a very good hack yeah. for sure. I, I forgot two like two good ones as well because the only two places I think can that can compete with Carbone in the way of Italian food. Oh I know where you're going. Sinatra yes. at the win, Sinatra. at the Encore. Yeah. Uh awesome, yeah. awesome meal. It is it, it very, very close to Carbone. And then I brought up Tivoli Village before. Al Salito Posto up there is really, really, really good. Very similar menu to Carbone and about half the price. It's phenomenal. Probably yeah. the best chicken parm outside of the strip. I, probably one of the best chicken parms in all uh, of Las Vegas. And Where? And, and yeah. Al, Post- Al Salito Posto. It's up at Tivoli Village. Hmm. Gil, you call me and we'll go one day. I will love to go. The, uh, uh, the other thing that happened is these... Uh, 
these, what do you call them? Uh, Delilah's and Mayfair, supper clubs. Supper clubs. So Mayfair is at Bellagio. Delilah's is at the Wynn. Delilah's is like walking into the 1920s. We had this argument, was it the 20s or the 50s? It's the 20s to me. It's like the roaring 20s in there. There's dancers, there's a band and a singer on stage. Uh, there's a bar first, and then it's you're transformed into a different time and place. Pro tip, though, uh, you have to call way in advance to get reservations. And in the wintertime, they're all indoor seating, so it's great. But in the summertime, they open up the terraces on each side. If you end up with an outdoor seat, you're getting screwed completely because you're missing out on the whole experience. You might as well not have gone. But if you can get indoor seating at Delilah's, it is one of the more incredible, and I haven't been to Mayfair Supper Club, but I'm told it's similar. It's one of the more incredible Vegas experiences you could have. The irony of that is that at every other restaurant I win, you really want to get those outdoor That's seats. That's right, but not Which is there. kind of fun, because and they're impossible to get because they're so high in demand. Yeah. They also have that, like, Wei, Win Lei, what's the name of the place? Wei Lin, the... the uh, Wing Lei? Wing Lei. The place, the place of the win, right? I was thinking of the pitcher for the... Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> Wing Lei at the, uh, at the win is, if you want upscale... Chinese food, it's just out of control good, but it's super expensive as well. Then there's a funky Mexican place at the wind too, which is brand new and kind of cool as well. What By the way, you know what you know what I'll give a downgrade to? At the Aria? Javier's. Have you seen their prices lately? No. So too, I, too much now? It's and I don't mind paying good money for stuff, but it's it's a Mexican restaurant, like an enchilada at at Javier's. And by the way, it's loud as could be. Is like forty five. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. It's like at the point where you're just like, "Are you guys kidding me with this? Like, I can't pay this." Since you brought the win up, I, I could I could go all day with yeah, all these places that too. I've been since moving. Uh, Lacave or Lacav? Lacav. Lacav at the win Love is it. it's hidden. It's past the buffet, and they have this butler service brunch. Oh, I've never on been there. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. That's very reasonably priced. It was. I went on Christmas. It was only fifty nine ninety nine uh, per person. If we wanted to get the uh, the the drinks, it was an extra thirty. But um, but it's re- it really really good value. All you can eat on on the on the butler service, and then went there for dinner. Even really the, really good small plates. The, I was going to say the reason it's affordable is because everything is a is yeah. a tapas style shareable food. Yeah. So great scallops. Great it, the scallops. food there is great. It's like, like the one, you said. It's like the one place the win I haven't been. Terrace Point Cafe. Outside That's also of, good. It's too. also great, and in the summertime by the pool you could eat there. Um, so last two things because we got to run. Best show in town to me is still absinthe. You. I would say absinthe because I don't like going to shows. And Abs- I had a great time at absinthe. Absinthe, for those who don't know, is... That's Cirque at Caesars du- Palace. Oh, it's at Caesars. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's correct. It's Cirque du Soleil meets really raunchy comedy. Best way to describe it. It's awesome. It's not for everyone, but it's it not is... For everyone. Not but, for everyone. But, but it is absolutely the best show on the Best show at in this town. Point. I mean, the old Cirque du Soleil ones are good. I just don't like that kind of stuff yeah. so much. Uh, and then... This, let's just close because some people are going to want to know about nightclubs. There isn't a really new hip nightclub in town, is there? What are the go-to nightclubs? Excess and uh, Marquee are still popular. I, Excess in between Venetian and, uh, excuse me, Wynn and Encore. Excess is closer to Encore than yeah, Wynn, man. but it's considered Wynn. Marquee um, and Cosmo. Marquee at the Cosmopolitan. Uh, I, 
I mean, I, it's so not in vogue that I barely track it, it anymore. It really is amazing how this town changed. But I'll tell you what, they're always crowded because there are still people that want that experience. They want to go to Jewel Nightclub. They want to go to Off the Record at Park MGM, which has, you know, some that DJ space as well as lounges where you could just sit on a couch and listen to vinyl. Like, it's, it's a weird spot, but it's interesting. Those DJs, by the way, get paid six figures a gig the guys who are contracted at certain hotels are making a couple million a year so there is one club that that's obviously new because the property itself is newer resorts world they have iu day club oh, right. and zook nightclub and oh. they they just announced um there are resident djs so and performers for next year for this year and it's they've got like jack harlow is going to be there um they've got of course tiesto is their big headliner they're going to have zed back again and it, it's they're going to have a, a ton of hip-hop performers as well as DJs. And all the names that you remember, they used to be at at XS, at Wynn, Encore Beach Club, and over at Marquee. A lot of them are there now because that's the place to be. Dre's at, oh, on top of... Uh, Dre's is pretty much all hip-hop all now. All hip-hop. Um, Franzen. Your boy Franzen DJ's yep. there pretty often. That's my guy. I would um, say that if you... Before the pandemic, once in a while on Friday night, I would go play poker at the win and it was right next to the entrance to the beach club you can do some talent watching over there let me tell you so that, uh, there is some product that you should be placed a friend that you and i both know well product. and knows a uh knows that you could sit at the east side lounge have a couple of cocktails there and have a the best viewing uh where is that People over at Encore. Encore. You can have the best people watching experience of your it life. It is quite unbelievable. Or you could play some six to five, twenty-five dollar minimum hand what? of blackjack. Twenty-five, twenty-five. You'd be lucky to get out of there at a hundred at this. Well, point. God bless. I, <laughs> I haven't been there on a Friday night in years or Saturday night. So you're probably right. Okay, I think we've covered it. Did I miss anything? What is on your notes? Anything there we missed? On my notes, I have from last year still about the weed. Well, what's about, okay, give us the weed breakdown. So it's legal to buy marijuana in Las Vegas. It's not legal to consume marijuana in public in Las Vegas unless you're inside of a residence. So my house, your house, anybody's house. A hotel room? A hotel room, you cannot because that's public. You cannot legally partake in it inside of a casino. Um, Now, what's happening this year is that there are going to be cannabis lounges that open throughout Las Vegas, not in casinos, but places where you can go smoke or enjoy an edible. Um, Enjoy an edible. Yeah. you Just know that it will take 45 minutes to kick in, and when it does, you'll know it. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly, that's a way that people can enjoy that marijuana high inside of a casino, but that's alleged. I don't know. I don't do that. No. Okay. Uh, but so, so this year, So if you think you're going to roll, if you heard that, that weed was legal in, in but, Nevada and you think you're going to roll through a casino, you know, openly like you're in San Francisco, not the case. Sort of not the case. That's legal ease. However, if you walk through any casino on the strip, you're going to smell pot no matter where you are. So I don't smell it. I've right. smelled it. I smell uh, it. I, I smell it, it all the time. Depend, you know what? It depends what area of the yeah. strip 
think it's a little more present on the north end as opposed to the south end. <laughs> I, well, that's probably because the south end is where all the kids go. Mandalay yeah. Bay, Excalibur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the north end is where the adults play. That's where the clubs are yeah. as well. Um, but you'll find it in the middle of this strip as well. Um, without a problem. But what's happening, these lounges are op- going to open this year where people can enjoy them. One hotel off the strip, a place called Artisan, is rebranding. It's, I guess it's Sahara-ish. Um, just on the other side of the I-15. And what they're doing is they're going to have a cannabis lounge. It'll be the first pot-friendly uh, experience in Las Vegas if they get that license because hmm. you're not going to be able to consume in your room, but they'll have the consumption lounge where you can take your edible and 45 minutes later go into the hotel room and enjoy the feeling in your safety of your own home. Hmm. I heard some guys talking. <laughs> Interesting. You got it all covered. All right. That's the end of your notes right there? Oh, there's a couple of places. You can go to Planet 13 People Love as oh, a dispensary. Okay. Or you can go to New Leaf near the Strat if you don't want to leave the Strip. They still have that thing for kids at Planet 13, that wacko meow thing happening. Um, it's like a treasure hunt that's almost. That's Area 51. Area 51. Area 15. Area 15. What, Meow Wolf? Meow, meow wolf. wolf. Not worth the money. Oh, no. If you have a kid, it is. People love that thing. If you have uh, children, it's worth it's, it. It's really give and take because it's an experience that... Yeah. You know, you can get in other places, but it's different for Las Vegas. My uh, the, my favorite thing in that place is the axe throwing. Big <laughs> fan of the axe throwing. Big fan of the axe throwing. <laughs> Always a good fun night out. And one more thing for yes. people visiting this summer, the NBA Summer League is a phenomenal way yes. to see your rookies and young Great players call. up close. Great call. And it, the pricing is super cheap. It's like 25 bucks. Maybe in, maybe fifty bucks on it's nowadays, in July. but it's super cheap and it's a great way to. Is it June or July? June. It's, it's July. It's usually it's, July. It's July. There's air conditioning in the arenas it, too. It, it, it was thirty five dollars a ticket last year and you for can, a day, but you get the whole day. You get the entire day, yeah, and you can walk awesome. between yeah. the. You can the bet venues. the games too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, on site, little action on there, maybe. Uh, I've never done it, but I've well, you've got to go to it. casino to set up your sports betting account that you can use wherever you are. Yeah, but no, no, for real, like summer league is one of the more awesome things in this town because you do see these guys play well before. Actually, the best thing though, from a sporting event uh, perspective, in the entire Vegas, forget Allegiant Stadium, forget Thomas and Mac. Little tournaments on Christmas. Yeah. Forget the March Madness tournaments, by the way. You have a ton of conference tournaments, which are fantastic. Conference tournament But I'm talking about where if you want to actually be able to affect the game, (laughs) you could go to the Orleans or these little places where they have these like Christmas tournaments or Thanksgiving tournaments, and it's like Radford against Duquesne, and you can bet on the game and literally sit courtside and scream at the players. I heard people do it. I don't know who they are. How do you, right. on that on that vein of thinking, um, a lot of the college basketball bettors I know that are serious bettors yeah. come to Las Vegas for conference tournament week. Is that experience similar to those? Because uh, well, no, like I think eight, in conference, conference tournaments, you're going to have big crowds because they're going to have big, well, you know, uh, unless depending on the Guys, tournament. we got to go, so wrap it up. Yeah, no, it depends on the conference. Smaller yeah. conferences, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could. Bigger conference, no chance. Yeah. All right. Mark Meltzer likes Seltzer. What's your uh, Twitter? Melts Vegas. At Melts Vegas. Melts, M-E-L-T-Z. I'll have an order of the Melts Vegas, please. It's oh, like a tuna melt. Todd Wishnev, man about town in his own way. Jeff Parlay, Gil Alexander. 12th annual Vegas Lifestyle Show. Hope there was something in there for you. Thanks for listening. Super Bowl Prop Pod next week.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.